Hey now, Vibers. Thank you so much for coming back to our next episode of Vibes by Alicia. I am so grateful that you're here. I am so thankful that you have continued listening and found something here that resonates with you and makes you feel like you are a part of this world, a part of our community. There's something to be said about um, the power of audio and the power of radio and the power of podcast. And if anything, we can tap into that and give each other some sort of motivation and some sort of um, inspiration and growth. I think that's just so powerful and so beautiful. I want to welcome you back. We've had topics on business and style and travel I think one thing that you will always um, get from me is I will approach topics in a very uh, real and a very practical, very um, authentic way. I think that's one thing about me that I really um, try to express every time I create a podcast or create an episode is it's got to be authentic. It's got to be real, practical, and relatable to you and to whatever you're facing and today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about what it is to have that imposter syndrome um there's something to be said about imposter syndrome that really holds a lot of us back and doesn't allow some of us to grow and some of us to flourish because we don't feel we're worthy of whatever comes our way and whatever um uh, I guess opportunities arise and come to us because we just feel we're not worthy of them or we haven't accomplished enough to be worthy of those things, whatever they may be. But I can tell you that I've definitely been someone that has confronted and challenged the imposter syndrome in very hard, difficult ways because opportunities have come to me opportunities have arose and have been presented to me and in the past I didn't take them because I didn't feel like I was ready for them I didn't feel I was worthy of them I didn't feel that they were for me at the time and honestly they were I had done everything in my power I had done the education, I had gone to the school, I had done the skills, I had done the classes, I had done everything possible so that those opportunities were mine. But even when I had done all of that, um, it wasn't enough. It was not enough for me to have those um, accomplishments be recorded in a way. So what does that mean? And where, where did you go from there? And what does a person um, achieve from that? And what do they get from that? Um, I think something that's very important that we point out is that imposter syndrome happens so much and happens to so many people, especially when you were brought up in a very low income, very low socioeconomic level. There are moments when you realize, like, why does someone like me who was on food stamps get to go to this meeting or get this opportunity or get to be this brand ambassador 
or um, achieve this education level or marry this amazing, wonderful man? Like, why do I or how did I come to deserve something like that? And that's something that I've approached, you know, for many years, you know, and I've been married 20 years, but I remember marrying my husband and thinking, why would I ever marry this person? Why would he ever pick me? Why would he ever think that I was worthy enough of being his wife? I'm only a girl from the north side. I'm only a girl who, you know, just recently, two years, left my poor neighborhood and moved over to a beautiful neighborhood in Spring Branch. What makes me think that I'm good enough to be his wife? Unbeknownst to me, he was thinking the same thing, you know, thinking that maybe I wasn't, you know, um that he wasn't good enough for me or worthy enough of me on who I was and who, because for him, I was this young woman that had just, you know, recovered or come out from a very, you know, precocious, a very um, precarious situation where there was not enough money. There was not enough of anything. If anything, there was just tons and tons of love and family and, um, gratitude towards that and so you know from both of our point of views he was at the same point you know thinking well will she love me will she appreciate me will she be there for me and my standpoint of view from my point of view thinking well will I be that person for him will I be that woman that he deserves and that he needs in order for him to achieve his goals, achieve his dreams. Um, the imposter syndrome can become so paralyzing. It can become so detrimental to your goals and your and your dreams as a woman that if you allow it to get to that point where it just becomes the thing that you think about all the time, it can stop you from achieving those things. But there is a point where you just realize that that imposter isn't serving you anymore. And I remember having that epitome and having that, not epitome, the epiphany of realizing that the imposter syndrome was only hindering anything that I wanted for myself. And the moment that I realized that that person who was achieving, who was growing, who was developing and evolving into this amazing, well-educated, well-thought-out lady that loved her family, loved her, her school, loved everything about her life, was worthy of having someone that appreciated that about her, I think everything changed for me. Um, and it was really just a moment in time where... I had a very small combo, and this goes back to Father's Day because it was something that I I only dedicate to my father because he had the audacity, the balls to say to me one day, hey, hey guys, thank you for joining us again for this um, amazing, wonderful summertime episode at Vibes by Alicia, I think it's important that you realize that what we're doing here 
at this podcast is just sending tons of positive vibes your way and hoping that everything that is a matter for you, whether good or bad, is getting tons and tons of positive vibes. And that's all I want for you in this time of day. Um, I want to just tell you about, you know, um, motivation. I want to talk to you a little bit about how we get inspired in the toughest times and how I keep it together in times like this when there's just so much negativity. There's so much ugliness happening. There's so much, um, just, just so much bad going on, whether it's a local level, national level, world level. I'm just amazed at how we have been able to survive so many years um, going through such difficult circumstances, such um, every single day waking up to a new catastrophe, a new um, bullshit tweet from the bullshit president, um, just and us facing it and just being here and being present and going forward and moving forward and being present in our families, in our lives, in our businesses, um, our projects. Anything that we do or do not do, I think it's just so just important that we maintain that positivity. Um, in times like this, it's so easy for them, and by them I mean the media, the um, negative forces that are out there um, every time telling you how you are going to die by this, your kids are going to get sick by this. Um, don't do this because you will die from this. I, all of that that's coming at you every single day, all the time. But I'm here to say that, you know, for some of us that realize this important time in our lives, we see it as a transition. We see it as a progression. We see it as a point of growth. And it's something that I always tell myself because every day that I wake up, every time that I see something posted online or on Twitter or on Instagram, anywhere, Facebook, and it's a catastrophe or it's a, you know, um, a new lie that it's, that is posted, a new, not even new because it's probably been regurgitated somewhere, but you know, to, to, to go back to just thinking about all the negativity. It's, it's so important that we maintain our positivity. It's so important that we fight for that positivity, that we fight for that goodness, that we fight for the, um, the things that we know are out there for our future, the things that are out there for our kids because I refuse to believe that these last three years were for nothing. That to the day that this um, cruel and it's taking everything out of me not to say something so hor horrible, but this animal, um, this catastrophe of a president that we have. And it's taken me everything not to feel so completely um, disenchanted, disenfranchised, 
um, disappointed by the whole system, by the whole, I think it's just brought me to a point in my life where I feel like we have come to this point because we had to learn a lesson. We were taking um, everything for granted. We took this last president who was thoughtful and caring and open-minded and um, wonderful to people. We took him for granted, and I don't think a lot of us appreciated that. Um, but this now gives us a new perspective, and it really brings to light the fact that we're survivors and that we made it through and that we have come out on the other side. And although it's been almost four years to the day where we reelect someone else, we have gone through something so extraordinary and so hard on our psyche, on our mental health. And I think I've never heard more people say to me, I don't feel well. I don't feel mentally well. I don't feel physically well. This person has really taken a toll on me. And I think that at this point, we've come to see that we are more than he is. We are more than the circumstances. And the last two weeks of June 2020 have shown us that people are in tuned. People are realizing that we have the power within ourselves, within the community as a collective to make change happen. And quite honestly, I think that the monster that we have in office right now in the White House needed to trigger this for us. As much as I hate to think that it needed to happen that way, I think it happened that way to trigger this uprising and trigger this um, sense of nonchalance and nonconformist mentality that we have now because we've realized that for way too long we took too many things for granted. And not only that, but we also just covered up on a lot of things that were wrong in our country that we did not want to look at in a very authentic, real way, an honest way, that we were just really getting the shittiest parts of this country thrown at us and we were accepting it because that's all we freaking knew and that's not okay anymore. And that makes me happy that today and this day and age, we're saying, no, you don't get to do that anymore because we know what you're up to and that's unacceptable for us now. Um, I think this is such a beautiful time to be alive um, despite all of the craziness that's going on, it's a wonderful time to be alive. It's a wonderful time to regain our composure, regain our sense of self, because um, I think that even though there's so much catastrophe, there's so much sadness, so much ugliness, hate that this person brought out in people, we are seeing who uh, those people are and what they're really about and I've gone through and seen oh I get it I understand I'm not about that anymore I've never been about that the people that know me pretty clearly know that I am super involved in progressive values and feminist um, activism 
I really believe in the women's role in this world, in this country, um, in everything that we do. But I will tell you that it's not easy to maintain positivity through all of it. I can say to you that I've got um, stories for you of days being um, completely desolate and being completely disappointed in the fact that, you know, sometimes people don't um, come through for you as you hope that they would come through for you. I am grateful that I have the the support system that I have because otherwise I think I would just be completely depressed and upset about this whole situation. But I can say to you today that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know that this is going to end, that this shit show of a presidency of administration will end and will not continue for much longer because in the end, love always wins. I know that. I know that because that is something that I am sure of. I am not a idealistic person. I'm very much a realistic person. So I see things in a very realistic viewpoint, but I can say to you that I'm so, um, so gratified and so joyful about all the people going out there and standing up for righteousness, standing up for, for people who don't have a voice. Although I've never really talked about it very much, just because I've always had a business and I've always tried to maintain my political views away from my business. I can, oh, I can assure you that for the last 20 years, um, Rusk and I have donated money to causes that will always um, be there for progressive values. And what do I mean by that? I mean by values of openness. I mean values of, you know, that include gay rights, values that include uh, the women's right to choose, the value of the woman being able to head out to the workforce and not be constrained to any um, home life balance for her to be able to achieve her goals and reach them in any way that she possibly can. One thing that I've always been very clear of since I was 16, 17 years old and I had my first government class at Jeff Davis High School. And my professor, my teacher, Mr. Day, Mr. Deaver, uh, first talked about the, the class system was I was clear on who I was at that point, And I knew what I needed to do in order for me to, um, I guess, reach back and lean back for my community. And I knew that the moment that I had some resources and had some way of making it better for my community that I was going to do that and I never left that point of view I always saw how important it was for us to have that community resource and have that community collaboration I remember hearing Hillary Clinton say it takes a village and it definitely takes a village not only in raising your kids but in raising other people's kids 
all of us have a stake in our community and all of us have a stake in what happens in our future. I don't believe in individualism. I don't believe in corporatism. I don't believe in capitalism. I believe in a collaborative, um, beautiful environment where all of us, you know, jump in and, and, and take care of each other. Um, that's not to say that I have not um, taken enough time to think about everything um, in terms of where we are right now um, in this in this point of our life at 2020. I'll be 45 this year. Um, but I've always been very clear since I was 17, 18 that I knew um, what my values were. And I have lived my values for those 22, 23, 24 years that I've known about that, about myself. But positivity doesn't come just from the outside. It really does grow from the inside and seeing how good you have it and always seeing the positive and anything that you have. I think if anything, we um, tend to take things for granted more than we think we we do and I think that's something that we have to really work on as women because we constantly look at what we don't have as opposed to what we do have and once you take that time to see what you do have what you do mm, appreciate and love about your life you notice that there's just so much more amazingness and greatness that's coming from that and it's not easy. Can I just say that the last three months have been super hard for me? I have been um, three and a half, almost four months in my house. If I did not go out for at least two or three hours every morning to work out, I don't know what would have become of me because I am a social creature. I am a extrovert. I don't do well being inside. I don't do well um, being cooped in. I love socializing. I love going out. I love getting out. Um, I'm that girl that will be out dancing, enjoying life. I will be at my sister's pool. If she invites me to her pool, I will just wreak havoc at her pool. Dance the night away, drink my margaritas, drink my rum and coke drinks. I will have a blast. I am that person. I've always been that person. These last four months haven't been easy for someone like me. You know, I think that it's been definitely trying, definitely um, uh, challenging. I closed my store in December, and I think it was most. Um, amazing time because I don't think I would have been able to continue running my business through these COVID times. But I do know that I have learned and grown for myself in the last three or four months as a person who realizes that there's just so much more to life than work. And um, that's always been a sticking point for me because I love working. I love being busy. I just really, really get a kick out of just having a full schedule. Looking at my calendar 
and seeing every single day full from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I love that. And getting the... Hey, guys. Thank you for joining us again for this um, amazing, wonderful summertime episode at Vibes by Alicia. I think it's important that you realize that what we're doing here at this podcast is just sending tons of positive vibes your way and hoping that everything that is a matter for you, whether good or bad, is getting tons and tons of positive vibes. And that's all I want for you in this time of day. Um, I want to just tell you about, you know, um, motivation. I want to talk to you a little bit about how we get inspired in the toughest times and how I keep it together in times like this when there's just so much negativity, there's so much ugliness happening, there's so much, um, just, just so much bad going on, whether it's a local level, national level, world level. I'm just amazed at how we have been able to survive so many years um, going through such difficult circumstances, such um, every single day waking up to a new catastrophe, a new um, a bullshit tweet from the bullshit president, um, just, and us facing it and just being here and being present and going forward and moving forward and being present in our families, in our lives, in our businesses, um, our projects, anything that we do or do not do. I think it's just so just important that we maintain that positivity um, in times like this, it's so easy for them, and by them, I mean the media, the um, negative forces that are out there um, every time telling you how you are going to die by this, your kids are going to get sick by this, um, don't do this because you will die from this, I, all of that that's coming at you every single day all the time. But I'm here to say that, you know, for some of us that realize this important time in our lives, we see it as a transition. We see it as a progression. We see it as a point of growth. And it's something that I always tell myself because every day that I wake up, every time that I see something posted online or on Twitter, Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere, Facebook, and it's a catastrophe or it's a, you know, um, a new lie that it's, that is posted a new, not even new because it's probably been regurgitated somewhere, but, you know, to, to, to go back to just thinking about all the negativity it's it's so important that we maintain our positivity it's so important that we fight for that positivity that we fight for that goodness that we fight for the um the things that we know are out there for our future the things that are out there for our kids because i refuse to believe that these last three years were for nothing 
that to the day that those um, cruel and it's taking everything out of me not to say something so hor horrible, but this animal, um, this catastrophe of a president that we have, and it's taken me everything not to feel so completely um, disenchanted, disenfranchised, um, disappointed by the whole system, by the whole, I think it's just brought me to a point in my life where I feel like we have come to this point because we had to learn a lesson. We were taking um, everything for granted. We took this last president who was thoughtful and caring and open-minded and um, wonderful to people. We took him for granted, and I don't think a lot of us appreciated that. Um, but this now gives us a new perspective, and it really brings to light the fact that we're survivors and that we made it through and that we have come out on the other side. And although it's been almost four years to the day where we re-elect someone else, we have gone through something so extraordinary and so hard on our psyche, on our mental health. And I think I've never heard more people say to me, I don't feel well. I don't feel mentally well. I don't feel physically well. This person has really taken a toll on me. And I think that at this point, we've come to see that we are more than he is. We are more than the circumstances. And the last two weeks of June 2020 have shown us that people are in tuned. People are realizing that we have the power within ourselves, within the community as a collective to make change happen. And quite honestly, I think that the monster that we have in office right now in the White House needed to trigger this for us as much as I hate to think that it needed to happen that way. I think it happened that way to trigger this uprising and trigger this um, sense of nonchalance and nonconformist mentality that we have now because we've realized that for way too long, we took too many things for granted. And not only that, but we also just covered up on a lot of things that were wrong in our country that we did not want to look at in a very authentic, real way, an honest way that we were just really getting the shittiest parts of this country thrown at us and we were accepting it because that's all we freaking knew and that's not okay anymore. And that makes me happy that today and this day and age, we're saying, no, you don't get to do that anymore because we know what you're up to. And that's unacceptable for us now. Um, I think this is such a beautiful time to be alive. Um, despite all of the craziness that's going on, it's a wonderful time to be alive it's a wonderful time to regain our composure, regain our sense of self, because um, I think that even though there's so much catastrophe, there's so much sadness, so much ugliness, hate that this person brought out in people, we are seeing who 
those people are and what they're really about. And I've gone through and seen, oh, I get it. I understand. I'm not about that anymore. I've never been about that. The people that know me pretty clearly know that I am super involved in progressive values and feminist um, activism. I really believe in the women's role in this world, in this country, um, in everything that we do. But I will tell you that it's not easy to maintain positivity through all of it. I can say to you that I've got um, stories for you of days being um, completely desolate and being completely disappointed in the fact that, you know, sometimes people don't um, come through for you as you hope that they would come through for you. I am grateful that I have the the support system that I have, because otherwise I think I would just be completely depressed and upset about this whole situation. But I can say to you today that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know that this is going to end, that this shit show of a presidency of administration will end and will not continue for much longer because in the end, Love always wins. I know that. I know that because that is something that I am sure of. I am not a idealistic person. I'm very much a realistic person. So I see things in a very realistic viewpoint. But I can say to you that I'm so um, so gratified and so joyful about all the people going out there and standing up for righteousness, standing up for for people who don't have a voice. Although I've never really talked about it very much, just because I've always had a business and I've always tried to maintain my political views away from my business, I can oh I can assure you that for the last 20 years um, Rusk and I have donated money to causes that will always um, be there for progressive values. And what do I mean by that? I mean by values of openness. I mean values of, you know, that include gay rights, values that include uh, the women's right to choose, the value of the woman being able to head out to the workforce and not be constrained to any um, home life balance for her to be able to achieve her goals and reach them in any way that she possibly can. One thing that I've always been very clear of since I was 16, 17 years old and I had my first government class at Jeff Davis High School. And my professor, my teacher, Mr. De- Mr. Deaver, uh, first talked about the, the class system was I was clear on who I was at that point, And I knew what I needed to do in order for me to, um, I guess, reach back and lean back for my community. And I knew that the moment that I had some resources and had some way of making it better for my community that I was going to do that and I never left that point of view 
I always saw how important it was for us to have that community resource and have that community collaboration. I remember hearing Hillary Clinton say it takes a village, and it definitely takes a village, not only in raising your kids, but in raising other people's kids. All of us have a stake in our community, and all of us have a stake in what happens in our future. I don't believe in individualism. I don't believe in corporatism. I don't believe in capitalism. I believe in a collaborative, um, beautiful environment where all of us, you know, jump in and, and, and take care of each other. Um, that's not to say that I have not um, taken enough time to think about everything um, in terms of where we are right now um, in this, in this, point of our life at 2020 I'll be 45 this year um but I've always been very clear since I was 17 18 that I knew um what my values were and I have lived my values for those 22 23 24 years that I've known about that about myself but positivity doesn't come just from the outside. It really does grow from the inside and seeing how good you have it and always seeing the positive in anything that you have. I think if anything, we um, tend to take things for granted more than we think we, we do. And I think that's something that we have to really work on as women because we constantly look at what we don't have as opposed to what we do have. And once you take that time to see what you do have, what you do um, appreciate and love about your life, you notice that there's just so much more amazingness and greatness that's coming from that. And it's not easy. Can I just say that the last three months have been super hard for me? I have been um, three and a half, almost four months in my house. If I did not go out for at least two or three hours every morning to work out, I don't know what would have become of me because I am a social creature. I am a extrovert. I don't do well being inside. I don't do well. Um, being cooped in. I love socializing. I love going out. I love getting out. Um, I'm that girl that will be out dancing, enjoying life. I will be at my sister's pool. If she invites me to her pool, I will just wreak havoc at her pool, dance the night away, drink my margaritas, drink my rum and coke drinks. I will have a blast. I am that person. I've always been that person. These last four months haven't been easy for someone like me. You know, I think that it's been definitely trying, definitely um, uh, challenging. I closed my store in December, and I think it was the most um, amazing time because I don't think I would have been able to continue running my business through these COVID times. But I do know that... I have learned and grown for myself in the last three or four months as a person who realizes that there's just so much more to life than work. Um, that's always been 
a sticking point for me because I love working. I love being busy. I just really, really get a kick out of just having a full schedule, looking at my calendar and seeing every single day full from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I love that. And getting the... Hey, guys. Thank you for joining us again for this um, amazing, wonderful summertime episode at Vibes by Alicia. I think it's important that you realize that what we're doing here at this podcast is just sending tons of positive vibes your way and hoping that everything that is a matter for you, whether good or bad, is getting tons and tons of positive vibes. And that's all I want for you. In this time of day, um, I want to just tell you about, you know, um, motivation. I want to talk to you a little bit about how we get inspired in the toughest times and how I keep it together in times like this when there's just so much negativity, there's so much ugliness happening, there's so much, um, just, just so much bad going on, whether it's a local level, national level, world level. I'm just amazed at how we have been able to survive so many years um, going through such difficult circumstances and such. Um, every single day waking up to a new catastrophe, a new um, bullshit tweet from the bullshit president, um, just, and us facing it and just being here and being present and going forward and moving forward and being present in our families, in our lives, in our businesses, um, our projects, anything that we do or do not do. I think it's just so just important that we maintain that positivity um, in times like this, it's so easy for them, and by them, I mean the media, the um, negative forces that are out there um, every time telling you how you are going to die by this, your kids are going to get sick by this, um, don't do this because you will die from this, I, all of that that's coming at you every single day all the time. But I'm here to say that, you know, for some of us that realize this important time in our lives, we see it as a transition. We see it as a progression. We see it as a point of growth. And it's something that I always tell myself because every day that I wake up, every time that I see something posted online or on Twitter, Twitter or on Instagram, anywhere, Facebook, and it's a catastrophe or it's a, you know, um, a new lie that it's, that is posted a new, not even new because it's probably been regurgitated somewhere, but, you know, to, to, to go back to just thinking about all the negativity. It's it's so important that we maintain our positivity. It's so important that we fight for that positivity, that we fight for that goodness, that we fight for the 
um, the things that we know are out there for our future, the things that are out there for our kids, because I refuse to believe that these last three years were for nothing, that to the day that this um, cruel and it's taking everything out of me, not to say something so hor horrible, but this animal, um, this catastrophe of a president that we have, and it's taken me everything not to feel so completely um, disenchanted, disenfranchised, um, disappointed by the whole system, by the whole, I think it's just brought me to a point in my life where I feel like we have come to this point because we had to learn a lesson. We were taking um, everything for granted. We took this last president who was thoughtful and caring and open-minded and um, wonderful to people. We took him for granted, and I don't think a lot of us appreciated that. Um, but this now gives us a new perspective, and it really brings to light the fact that we're survivors and that we made it through and that we have come out on the other side. And although it's been almost four years to the day where we reelect someone else, we have gone through something so extraordinary and so hard on our psyche, on our mental health. And I think I've never heard more people say to me, I don't feel well. I don't feel mentally well. I don't feel physically well. This person has really taken a toll on me. And I think that at this point, we've come to see that we are more than he is. We are more than the circumstances. And the last two weeks of June 2020 have shown us that people are in tuned. People are realizing that we have the power within ourselves, within the community as a collective to make change happen. And quite honestly, I think that the monster that we have in office right now in the White House needed to trigger this for us. As much as I hate to think that it needed to happen that way, I think it happened that way to trigger this uprising and trigger this um, sense of nonchalance and nonconformist mentality that we have now because we've realized that for way too long we took too many things for granted. And not only that, but we also just covered up on a lot of things that were wrong in our country that we did not want to look at in a very authentic, real way, an honest way that we were just really getting the shittiest parts of this country thrown at us and we were accepting it because that's all we freaking knew and that's not okay anymore. And that makes me happy that today and this day and age, we're saying, no, you don't get to do that anymore because we know what you're up to and that's unacceptable for us now. Um, I think this is such a beautiful time to be alive um, despite all of the craziness that's going on, it's a wonderful time to be alive. It's a wonderful time to regain our composure, regain our sense of self, because 
Um, I think that even though there's so much catastrophe, there's so much sadness, so much ugliness, hate that this person brought out and people, we are seeing who uh, those people are and what they're really about. And I've gone through and seen, oh, I get it. I understand. I'm not about that anymore. I've never been about that. The people that know me pretty clearly know that I am super involved in progressive values and feminist um, activism. I really believe in the women's role in this world, in this country, um, in everything that we do. But I will tell you that it's not easy to maintain positivity through all of it. I can say to you that I've got um, stories for you of days being um, completely desolate and being completely disappointed in the fact that, you know, sometimes people don't um, come through for you as you hope that they would come through for you. I'm grateful that I have the the support system that I have because otherwise I think I would just be completely depressed and upset about this whole situation. But I can say to you today that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know that this is going to end, that this shit show of a presidency of administration will end and will not continue for much longer because in the end, love always wins. I know that. I know that because that is something that I am sure of. I am not a idealistic person. I'm very much a realistic person. So I see things in a very realistic viewpoint. But I can say to you that I'm so um, so gratified and so joyful about all the people going out there and standing up for righteousness, standing up for for people who don't have a voice. Although I've never really talked about it very much, just because I've always had a business and I've always tried to maintain my political views away from my business, I can oh I can assure you that for the last 20 years um, Rusk and I have donated money to causes that will always um, be there for progressive values. And what do I mean by that? I mean by values of openness. I mean values of, you know, that include gay rights, values that include uh, the women's right to choose, the value of the woman being able to head out to the workforce and not be constrained to any um, home life balance for her to be able to achieve her goals and reach them in any way that she possibly can. One thing that I've always been very clear of since I was 16, 17 years old and I had my first government class at Jeff Davis High School. And my professor, my teacher, Mr. Day, Mr. Deaver, uh, first talked about the, the class system was I was clear on who I was at that point, And I knew what I needed to do in order for me to, um, I guess, reach back 
and lean back for my community. And I knew that the moment that I had some resources and had some way of making it better for my community that I was going to do that. And I never left that point of view. I always saw how important it was for us to have that community resource and have that community collaboration. I remember hearing Hillary Clinton say it takes a village and it definitely takes a village, not only in raising your kids, but in raising other people's kids. All of us have a stake in our community and all of us have a stake in what happens in our future. I don't believe in individualism. I don't believe in corporatism. I don't believe in capitalism. I believe in a collaborative, um, beautiful environment where all of us, you know, jump in and, and, and take care of each other. Um, that's not to say that I have not um, taken enough time to think about everything um, in terms of where we are right now um, in this in this point of our life at 2020. I'll be 45 this year. Um, but I've always been very clear since I was 17, 18 that I knew um, what my values were. And I have lived my values for those 22, 23, 24 years that I've known about that, about myself. But positivity doesn't come just from the outside. It really does grow from the inside and seeing how good you have it and always seeing the positive in anything that you have. I think if anything, we um, tend to take things for granted more than we think we we do and I think that's something that we have to really work on as women because we constantly look at what we don't have as opposed to what we do have and once you take that time to see what you do have what you do mm, appreciate and love about your life you notice that there's just so much more amazingness and greatness that's coming from that and it's not easy. Can I just say that the last three months have been super hard for me? I have been um, three and a half, almost four months in my house. If I did not go out for at least two or three hours every morning to work out, I don't know what would have become of me because I am a social creature. I am a extrovert. I don't do well being inside. I don't do well um, being cooped in. I love socializing. I love going out. I love getting out. Um, I'm that girl that will be out dancing, enjoying life. I will be at my sister's pool. If she invites me to her pool, I will just wreak havoc at her pool. Dance the night away, drink my margaritas, drink my rum and coke drinks. I will have a blast. I am that person. I've always been that person. These last four months haven't been easy for someone like me. You know, I think that it's been definitely trying, definitely um, uh, challenging. I closed my store in December, and I think it was most. Um, amazing time because I don't think I would have been able to continue running my business through these COVID times. But I do know that I have learned and grown for 
myself in the last three or four months as a person who realizes that there's just so much more to life than work. Um, that's always been a sticking point for me because I love working. I love being busy. I just really, really get a kick out of just having a full schedule, looking at my calendar and seeing every single day full from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I love that. And getting the 